Mr. Keck. That is Jared. That is TJ. We're the nerds, and we are here to remember the crap out of the 90s. All July long. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters attack. Ghostbusters. We're gonna gonna have to take control. We got, we got, we got. I can't wait for November, gearing up for November when Uh. Ghostbusters Afterlife comes out and I finally, on stream, get to discuss Ghostbusters 1 and 2 because that's what we'll be doing leading into the actual film being released for Ghostbusters Afterlife. That's right. And if... And if there's enough alcohol involved, I will talk Ghostbusters 2016 answer the question. There probably can be that can be arranged. <laughs> All right, we're going to we're going to nerd out and reminisce about some uh some well two Happy Madison films and then one with Happy Madison collaborators uh in uh Tommy Boy. So Billy Madison, Billy Madison, Billy Madison, great guy. Uh, I, from him I learned that uh you put the conditioner on first to leave the hair silky and smooth. No, the conditioner goes on second to leave the hair silky. Oh, okay. Sorry, my bad. Shampoo I didn't learn anything. <laughs> Listen, I'll, I guess all I learned was, uh, what what day is it? October. Nudie Magazine Day. <laughs> Nudie Magazine Day. Nudie Magazine Day. So, one of the greatest things... Are we going to do a tale of the tape or anything, or are we just going to get right into this? No, let's just... Let's, uh, Billy get Madison's right. the first one we're talking about. Billy Madison. Billy Madison. So, one of my favorite things about this movie... And you'll hear me do it from time to time on this show. But if you're ever around me in real life, you will hear me do this often. Gibberish. (laughs) Where I got the gift of random gibberish from was this movie. (laughs) At the the dinner. At the dinner. And you could just do anything. I do it to my dogs. I do it at work. Uh, (laughs) It's just a lot of fun. (laughs) But... um, so Billy Madison, uh, never heard of this movie before until I met my besticus friendicus in the entire world, Mr. TJ there. And he's like, have you ever seen Billy Madison? It didn't sound like Nick, little Nicky when he said it, but he, <laughs> no, I, I was like, hey. <laughs> I even had my so, face like kirked over and I had in the fly. <laughs> so we, we, uh, another person in this movie. Uh, was in a Mortal Kombat movie who me and TJ had a very, very, very large childhood crush on. Um, that Veronica Vaughn was one fine piece of ace. <laughs> <laughs> What's her? Yeah, so Miss. Okay, yeah. I'm, I, so the bad thing about doing two Bill, uh, Adam Sandler movies is getting all the characters mixed up, which yeah. is what I'm. Yeah. So that the, I was gonna... the love, the love interest of Billy Madison was uh, Veronica. Veronica. Veronica, so hot. Want to touch the hiney? The hiney. Interestingly enough, if you are a big uh, fan of the movie uh, Christmas Story, uh, with the dad in that movie is also in the, Billy Madison's dad in this movie, which of course helped make that enjoyable for me because that's what that's one of my own little personal Christmas traditions that I like to do every year. TNT or TBS or one of them Turner owned stations, former formerly Turner owned stations, likes to blast that shit for twenty four hours, and I'll be damned if i don't watch it for all 24 of them <laughs> so that that was helpful for me um tj what do you remember uh, specifically about billy madison watching this because we're okay so four ninety. what is this 94 94 so me and tj fourth slash fifth grade cac you're like not you're, you're like six months old or something <laughs> i was seven seven all right yeah so 
So me and TJ, fourth and fifth grade, we're we're budding into puberty at this point. So Veronica Vaughn, obviously, and especially with Mortal Kombat, when she wore shorts, uh, very short shorts, by the way. So uh, we were like, um, I, I think I don't. We thought the movie was funny, definitely, but I think I think we watched a lot of it too because, like, uh, this is Bridget Nielsen in this movie, you know. <laughs> yeah, Tell me about your the time swimming pool. The swimming pool. Swim- the swimming pool scene where she kicks Billy Madison's ass in the swimming pool. Peter Roman O'Doyle rules. I just wanted to get that O'Doyle in there. O'Doyle rules. Hey, Brent Odin. Brent Odin, if you're watching right now, Brent Odin is a guy I used to work with at Lowe's. O'Doyle rules. He knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Did he drive his car off a cliff or something? <laughs> Nobody's. Yeah. Did you ever meet Brent? Did I don't you, know. I don't, I don't think you did. Um, anyways, uh, but no, Chris Farley with a nice cameo in this is the creepy bus driver. <laughs> and, uh, uh, oh gosh, uh, one of the, the, one of the things that used to make me laugh so much about this one, watching it is like the, the final dance number at the end, which is just completely inappropriate. Didn't need to be there, but like the clown that fell over at the party. <laughs> hey there kid, bet you thought that I was dead. <laughs> Yeah, that song's been stuck in my head all day. You got a hemorrhage in my head. (laughs) You thought that I was dead. When I fell down, I just broke my leg. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That song's been stuck in my head all damn day. And I watched the movie on Monday. They have football rules. There's just so many quotes I would throw out from this movie. Um, Oh, gosh. What was the other one? Stop looking at me, Swan. Yeah. What monster... What monster would eat 40 sack lunches? I'll tell you who it was. It was that damn Sasquatch. (laughs) If being your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. That's one of the grossest things I've ever heard. Let's go! (laughs) (laughs) So, when I was making notes, I actually... One of the things that I wrote down... uh, I kind of handled notes. Oh my gosh, I got Happy Gilmore up here. Oh, whoopsie daisy. Uh, Those are the two things I wrote. That damn Sasquatch and stop looking at me, Swan. (laughs) Because I wanted to make sure if none of y'all brought him up, I wanted to make sure that we didn't leave that out because that that's, you know, Billy Madison was just it was like I said, what I got from it was gibberish. That was kind of my thing out of it. You know, you had um, because, I mean, really, the movie was kind of pointless. I mean, who in their right effing mind would be like. It, look at it from the dad's perspective for a second. He must have really loved his boy. <laughs> yes. It's like, hey, daddy, I can't ruin the company. I've been drinking in the pool all day. <laughs> well, I'm going to give the company to this guy right here. Well, hang on, dad. Why don't I just go back to school and repeat first grade through high school? Still don't know, got no business classes, got no business degree or anything like that. And then if I do that, daddy, can I take over the company? And he went, <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, that sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, Miss Lippy! The part of the story I don't understand. Yeah. You, you don't, don't call what? it quits after an hour. You get your ass out there and you find that fucking dog. <laughs> okay, so so one of my favorite scenes is uh, the dodgeball scene. <laughs> he gets hit and it's like you're out. Oh, Doyle rules, and he goes back in there and she's like, "No, Even- this is this is also my time," and then puts him back out there. And he's like. Oh, it's on. And then just start pelting those kids with the dodgeball. Isn't she like putting paste or something on her face? Yeah. She does that later, but like when he comes back in from dodgeball, she's dancing to some weird oh, okay, yes. music kind of like, and then he's like, I got out. Oh, well, you, that means the game still goes on. Recess is not only for you children, but it's for Miss Tippy as well. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I learned a couple facts about Miss Lippy. Miss Lippy uh, drives a green car, and she likes soda. Or no, Billy and likes soda. Billy, Billy likes soda. And doesn't she? Doesn't she end up making out with Norm Macdonald at the end? I think so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Norm Macdonald. God bless Norm Macdonald. <laughs> I like you know the change anything by saying crack whore. I like yeah. you know like the end whenever he's doing that academic decathlon and he gets to that. Uh, Speech. One spot, yeah, and he, he gives that uh, the puppy lost his way, like it's supposed to. What is it, the Industrial Revolution? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And the guy's like, not only is that the dumbest thing, things are everyone you know, is now just, dumber. <laughs> yeah. So here it is. Here's the a quote for you. Here's a quote for you, Mr. Madison. What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I've ever heard. At no point in your ramblings, in, at no point in your rambling, incoherent response, were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God, God have mercy, have mercy on, on your soul. soul. <laughs> okay, a simple wrong would have done just fine. <laughs> I like how he uh, does his puppy analogy for society in the Industrial Revolution, and then there's a long pause, and then he says, Nip-hop football rules, and then that's when everyone starts. <laughs> so, funny thing about his analogy there, and you didn't get to hear the whole thing, but like when he starts out, you listen to it, and you're like, that's that's a stretch, but it's good. I like that. That's actually kind of, you know, when you're watching it as a kid, you're like, huh, what? Which is what they want you to think. But like, you know, and so they they kind of go back around to that. But the first analogy, he rolls through it. And I'm like, that's actually kind of pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good on society. I, I need a follow up to know that the science teacher was fired. He pulled a boot out of his out of his <laughs> concoction. And the science teacher was like, well, that's so impressive. He pulled a boot. <laughs> Valentine's cards. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, the, the girl, they're like, uh, and then he gets to the principal and he's like, P.S. I'm horny. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it until just like Monday whenever I rewatched it. But like whenever at the very end, whenever he hugs the principal, did you know the principal actually goes, I'm still horny and tries to dry hump him yep. right there? Yeah. yeah. I never noticed that until like the end, until I watched it Monday. I didn't. And I think I watched, uh, yeah, I think I watched it Monday too, actually. Wow. That's, we didn't plan that at all. We're totally not gay. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It just, it just yeah. fell right into the conversation. I apologize. Anyways, um, that's what she said. <laughs> Uh, no, this is uh, this is one of those that, that is correct. That is correct. <laughs> and by the way, when I say that is correct now, and I, since I have since this movie came out, I say it just like that. That is correct. And I don't take my shirt off afterwards anymore. Well, then uh, you're not doing it right, Jared. Not yeah. after that FedEx lawsuit. All Anyways, right, boys, you boys want to move on to Happy Gilmore? Yeah. Uh, yes, but let's go. We'll do an outro for this or something. Let's do a quick pause because my cup has runneth empty and I need to refill it, which is what I should have done during the BRB. So y'all to talk about something funny for a minute and I'll be right back. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to change the background stuff, TJ. Cool. <laughs> so Alistair Black's on AEW now. Yeah, Malachi Black. Man, so have you heard why that it is the way it is? A clerical error is why yeah. he didn't have his 90-day no-compete clause. And you can imagine Vince McMahon is probably well now there's off. Well, now there's reports going that uh, they WWE officials frantically called um, Buddy, Buddy Murphy, Murphy to yeah. make sure that they had got his contract correct, which if you're Buddy Murphy, how much does that have to like piss you off? Yeah. All right, so uh, this now because... 
Uh, I had done it incorrectly the first time. There we are. There we are. Yep, let's get these off screen there so YouTube doesn't take our video down. Alright, we're talking Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore as we transition to another Adam Sandler movie. Uh, and there, there are some wonderful um, moments in this as well. This is where I learned that it's all in the hips. This is where I learned the price all is wrong. All in the hips. It's uh, all in the hips. This is where I learned that damn gator took my hand. So Happy Gilmore is one of those movies. Don't forget if you're watching right now to like, comment, and subscribe. Reminisce about the 90s with us. Come join us. Think about these movies. Tell us what you liked best about this movie in the comments. And if you comment, if you're the 25th comment, I'll like it. So Happy Gilmore is one of these movies where, like, I find it in the 90s. It is for a generation that we were growing up. This movie has so many one-liners. It like it, It's the king of one-liner movies. You can't live your life without getting a Happy Gilmore quote in once a week. I mean, we're all guilty of it, aren't we? <laughs> you know, like going back to the, it's all in the hips. Yeah, Grizzly Adams were, had a beard, you know. <laughs> Grizzly Adams Grizzly did, Adams have, a did have a beard. Grizzly Adams did have a beard. <laughs> I eat pieces but, of shit like you for breakfast. You eat yeah. pieces of shit for breakfast? <laughs> so, no. <laughs> no. I just may. How about I lay in a bed by the... Yeah, I mean, just certain... Every every There's certain relatable things in that are just real quick things that, you know... You're, you're talking to someone in the grocery store. You see someone in Walmart, and they say something. You just hear something, and you're like, and it takes you back to a line in that movie. That's what this movie was for me. It wasn't really the golf story or so much. I did think it was kind of weird how um, uh, how like he had <laughs> fantasy about his grandma and the little guy riding the tricycle. That was his happy again. place. That was his happy place. Yeah, that was his happy place. And uh, so uh, what was uh, what was his lover's name in this one? Was it Veronica something else, too? It was, uh, this is the only one of the three that Virginia. we were Virginia, that's right, Virginia Bennett. This is the only one of the three I didn't watch because I've seen it so many times that I was like, I got this, I, I can do this one. Now, Tommy Boy, I've probably actually seen more, but I watched it anyway because it's Tommy Boy. <laughs> My, so me and a group of friends, I think there for like a good stretch of all of our teen years, uh, Pretty much every day, one of us would throw in the line, My fingers hurt. Well, your back's about to hurt because you just pulled landscaping duty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and of course, this movie is, I would say, mostly responsible for the, I'll get you warm glasses. Shut the hell up. You see the name tag? You're in my world now, Grandma. My world now, Grandma. <laughs> I think I killed the Misa Misa lady. <laughs> Here, eat this. <laughs> Such a good movie. Oh, just I'm, I'm one of those that's like entertaining from start to finish, even from the <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see you try kink. Let's go. I'm in on the golf course. <laughs> then you've got uh, Jaws saying that's two shooter, and he's like, oh, good, you can count, and you can you count can on seeing me. See you in the parking lot, <laughs> jackass, jackass, <laughs> you jackass, <laughs> jackass. So, and of course, we can't discuss any of this movie without discussing <laughs> dun, 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 Bob Barker, come on down. Doesn't he even say that after he and Bob Barker get into the fight? Happy Gilmore, come on down when they're in the little meeting. I think he does. He might not. Uh, I should have watched it. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. But, I mean, Bob Barker, the, the old says, that he was, coming out of his, you know, retirement, which he was still doing The prices Right at this time. Uh, until Drew Carey took over. 
But uh, that was funny for me too. to, hey, happy, I've won this, me and so-and-so won this before. And like, there's even points, because like, and during The Price is Right, if you haven't watched The Price is Right, there is one game where they, they get to putt, and you guess so many prizes, and if you get them right, that's how many times you get to putt, I think. Well, anyways, Bob Barker would always stand behind, if they missed, he would be like, all right, so-and-so. And he actually got to do that in the movie with Happy Putting. All right, Happy, the, just one more putt. The fact that he says, now you've had enough, bitch, after now, whooping, <laughs> whooping uh, Happy is so amazing. Like, when, when Bob Barker said a curse word, that yes. was pretty oh, much like a, a life-altering moment. It's like, oh my gosh. I like That's, his little his little Undertaker move there where he's like laying out and then like Happy Gilmore standing over him and he just goes poof, opens his eyes and grabs him by the throat. <laughs> no, I don't want a piece of you. I want the whole thing. Uh, so good. So let's good. See. Um, oh, oh, what about this little picture that's up right now with him in the in the batting cage? Batting cage yeah. And then it's like, it's like I'm, you know, it's like 360 whatever days until next hockey season. I'm trying to get, you know, tough. And then like the little kid gets in there and takes him out the first one. So, also speaking of that scene too, that's where he meets Chubbs. Can we talk about Chubbs for a little bit? Carl Weathers, guy who got his arm cut off in Predator. And who was uh, opposite Sly Stallone in the Rocky movies comes back as a one-handed uh, golf teacher in this movie. I thought that was kind of neat. I thought their camaraderie, camaraderie on uh, on the screen was really good together because Chubb is so serious trying to get a person with some actual talent, you know, kind of into the game and into the golf game to get interested. And Happy is not interested at all, but he wants to do it for his grandma. He kind of blows Chubb off, and then he has to go back, and he kind of says, okay, Chubbs, teach me, and Chubbs does, and then he kills Chubbs, kind of. Not really, kind of. He, I mean, he, if you've seen it, if you haven't seen it, there, there's no spoiler. If you know, if you, you know. Before, then go watch it. If you have, I mean, if you haven't, this is, yeah, this is, you're not, you don't deserve to be here. I like how stuff always happens to his hand. Yeah. Like the yeah. wooden <laughs> hand. Uh, I like that he came back in Little Nicky up in heaven. Chubbs is up in heaven with the angels partying it up. Um, so I I'll say this about Happy Gilmore because it, I didn't have the same I didn't have the same vigor to go, want to go to school like through Billy Madison. But Happy Gilmore actually did make me kind of interested in playing golf because yeah. it was actually showing golf as fun because he was like beer bonging, uh, people were getting rowdy, and he was using a freaking hockey stick uh, to to putt. Can we? Can we? Can we discuss probably the biggest part of this movie, and that is Shooter McGavin? <laughs> well, he, he was fixes his breakfast. He he's a good villain. He's a good villain for, he for is this kind of movie. Villain. He does make a good villain. So I can't wait to see him. He'll be in a new Marvel series coming out called a Secret Invasion or Secret Yeah Secret Invasion. So be good for them. Is he going to be a good guy or a bad guy? Because if he's a good, we don't guy, know. We don't know. He won't say, and people think he's going to be a bad guy because he's always a bad guy. Yeah, I mean that kind of plays into the role. But this was a good one. I really like the nineties. Were the heyday of Adam Sandler. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's. Let's uh. Let's put that up and let's let's do us the old. Tommy boy, do you before we do that? Do we want to do anything else tonight? Because I think after Tommy boy, no, let's just we'll we'll table it for later. There's okay. Three more. There's three more Fridays this month. <laughs> we'll table it for later. Plenty of time for more movies. Oh, actually, can we talk about the NWO right quick and then we'll then we'll be done? Yeah. 
You actually, you you know what? Let's do that. Let's do NWO and let's save Tommy Boy for next week. Okay. You cool with that, TJ? Yeah. yeah sounds bad, good. TJ, because what we're doing. Okay, so if you're watching live now, we don't make this shit up. As we just kind of make it up as we go. We just kind of we have a list of things, and then we're just kind of like, yeah. TJ and said we, we have, we have this, we, well, we, what we do is we have this entire script. It's all written out, and pre-planned. But then, like the WWE, we just tear it up and then go off the cuff. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, we give uh, Vince McMahon so much crap, but we're Vince McMahon. Yeah. We're Vince McMahon. Uh, so on two days ago in 1996, so July 7th, 1996, there was a pay-per-view in the WCW called Bash at the Beach. And the build-up to this was that the Outsiders, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, had invaded WCW. They were two well-known WWF stars back when it was still called the WWF. And they were now appearing as people that had just run in through the crowd and they were sitting and buying tickets and showing up to the show, but they weren't signed with the WCW, so they were outsiders. They were invading. And they challenged WCW's best talent to fight them at Bash at the Beach. So Sting, Macho Man, Randy Savage, and... Lex Luger, wasn't it? Lex Luger, I believe. Yes. Uh, versus them and their mysterious third partner. But through, through the beginning of the match, their third partner never arrived. They had been... Talking about a third partner, talking about a third partner, talking about a third partner. So the build-up to this was everyone was trying to guess who the third partner was. Then we get here, and it seems like the good guys are on the ropes when all of a sudden, when it comes crashing down and it hurts inside, Hulk Hogan's music hits. He comes out. People lose their mind. This is the height of Hulkamania. He is so over. It is outrageous. People, Hogan, Hogan, Hogan. I think this is also the time when Hulk Hogan hadn't been around for several weeks at this point, too. Yeah. yeah. So it was even more of a surprise that he came back at this moment. And then um, the, the commentary. So I think that was what made this moment even better is that. Bobby the Brain Heen, um, oh gosh, who, uh, uh, uh Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone, Tony and then who's Sh- the other guy? Was Eric it Eric Bischoff? Bischoff? Yeah, it was still Eric Bischoff at this time. So they were, they were losing their mind. They were questioning it. Bobby the Brain Heenan is just like, but whose side is he on? Whose side is he on? And he's like, really selling it. And you're like, well, there's no way. Hulk Hogan is the American dream. Hulk, Hulk Hogan, Hogan is Hulk Hogan, baby. He's telling us Brother. to say our prayers. He's, he's telling us to eat vitamins. Like he, he is our hero. And then he comes out, and he gives Macho Man Randy Savage a leg, do- a leg drop, and collectively, everyone's heart that was watching broke. And Do this we- got so violent that the fans in attendance filled, you can kind of see it in this picture, filled the ring with trash they were actually throwing from where they were seated. Do we, do we, have, that, do we have that clip that we can watch without getting in trouble from anybody? Uh, so the full clip, no, WWE blocks your content on YouTube if you try to use any degree. Like, the amount of clips that I showed to start off the stream is, like, the only acceptable amount I got ah. approved on YouTube. Otherwise, they block it. Not copyright claim. I'm fine with a copyright claim. We don't receive money from doing the streams anyways. But, yeah, hopefully someday. But they block it. Like, they comment, straight, and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> they straight up block it. So you can't. Your video can't be seen. Damn um, but I didn't even know this, but there's another clip out there where a fan was so offended that Hogan had betrayed the sanctity of their, uh, I, I don't know, wrestling dreams, that a fan tried to rush in, and Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, in what wrestlers call, put the boots to him, and Scott Hall literally 
kick this kid or kick this guy right in the head. And like, don't run into the ring of wrestlers. It's not a cute thing. Uh, it's not a cute thing. They will hit you. And I know it's all fake like, and scripted and stuff like that, but they will legit hit you. And some of them don't have muscles for show. They have muscles for real and they hit you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, and like, that's the thing. Oh, go ahead, TJ. Oh. I was going to say, like, even like with Hulk Hogan's, like you're talking about with him, the fan rushing into the ring. Hulk Hogan, before this point, had never really been a heel. No. He was always a face. He was, yeah. You know, it was like WWF, like his entire run there, WCW up until the NWO point, it was never really a heel. He was always, you know, the the superhero going to come and save everybody kind of thing. Yeah, no, like, so, just just from, like, a fan perspective, this was monumental. In the wrestling game, this was a big deal. You had someone that WWF had used as the tent pole for their promotion. Their freshest baby face. Uh, someone that, they, again, as TJ said, never put in a heel role. Because you can't market heels in the same way that you can the victorious hero. Because you can make a lot more money out of that. And WCW was like, well, guess what? It's 96. We're getting pretty close to a new millennia. Let's make him bad. Well, and keep in mind, people... at this time, too, WCW is whooping WWE's ass in ratings. They did not have to do this. But what they what they did here just put them up even higher. Which I can is... tell you. Go ahead. I was going to say, I can tell you from a guy who was actually watching both WWE or WWF and WCW at this time, like, this actually made me turn to WCW to see what was happening above all else. And then he starts showing up with the blacked out uh, beard, um, the blacked out five o'clock shadow, uh, spray painting NWO on the on the heavyweight championship, spray painting people that they beat up in the ring. Like it was so cool to see this guy go bad uh, because the '90s was, if nothing else, fundamentally fundamentally built on the premise of anti heroes were the coolest dang thing ever invented. Yeah, no, that's true. It it will ever it will it's this uh, the bash at the beach ninety six goes right down with Montreal screw job. Yeah, I just there is never going to be another thing that happens in wrestling in my lifetime that made people feel the way they felt watching this. Like yeah. again, people legitimately this was the height the popularity of wrestling. It it hasn't wavered to the point it has now. It was burning so fiercely and so strong, and people felt truly offended. That Hulk Hogan dropped his leg on Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is this is also at a point before social media, so like you know, kayfabe's broken now. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, you can't be like the million dollar man Ted DiBiase going around and acting like you're the richest man in the world and shoving you know twenties down people's throats outside the, of the because ring. The Wall Street Journal will do an article on how not rich you are and how you defront def, uh, defrauded. Yeah a charity to receive some millions of dollars you know <laughs> but like that was you know money, that was the time money 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 Kayfabe, money you know they had to they had to act the way they did in the ring outside of the ring yeah you had to maintain it nowadays you know it's 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 not like that you use social media you know and there's only a select few that still do it aw has a lot more people doing it now um, MJF mainly. <laughs> MJF. Uh, MJF is always a heel. He is never not a heel. <clears throat> yeah. and, and that's pretty cool. Like, I can respect that. Uh, it's not as annoying and weird as, like, method actors, but, I mean, it's a nice role to fill for that kind of carny folk life. 
He just plays. <laughs> I mean, he just acts like a complete asshole douchebag. Just and I just assume he room. is right. Like yeah. I just assume that's who he is. Maybe he's a good guy, but I kind of <clears throat> hope he isn't because I don't want to feel sympathy for this guy. I want to see him get his ass whooped. Yeah. So one other thing, real quick too, that I've noticed, and I don't follow just a whole lot of WWE people on Twitter and um, Instagram and all that. But one of the ones I do is Oscar, and um, it's just because she is so awesome. Like every every like every day this week, she has posted a picture of her in an NWO shirt with NWO week. It's it's just I, yeah, she's my new favorite. <laughs> she's good. She's good. She's good. Uh, because no one is ready for Oscar. No one is ready for Oscar. Uh, this no. this has been uh another another fun Friday of Rage You Nerds. I remember the 90s. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, TJ, Jared, thank you boys so much. Uh, viewers out there, Albuterol Man and anyone else that was lurking in the background, we hope you've enjoyed today's content. If you're not already following the stream, please feel free to do so. And if you haven't followed any of our social media and or YouTube channel and subscribe to the channel, you can find all of that information on our profile page here on Twitch. So feel free to go there, and then you can just click on our YouTube icon at the top. It takes you to our YouTube page. Subscribe, watch the content, like it, yell at us for how bad our takes are. It's all awesome. Uh, and then, you know, if you want to keep up to date with us, if you want to keep up with us, smash the dinghy, and go to our social media pages. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, you can see the two nerds. Their Twitter handles are right there with Rage Nerds TJ, Rage Nerds JC. And then our main account is just Rage Nerds. All right. We hope that you've had a wonderful time reminiscing the 90s. Uh, we're going to be off into the wilderness. We love you. Goodbye. Into the thick of it.